0: Hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. Hoes in this house. Welcome back to Freaking Stripper Stars. There is only singularly one hoe in this motherfucking house, and that is me, Chloe. Here in your ears today. I'm back this week. Hans fucking solo. Loving my life. I actually really enjoy doing this podcast on my own. Um, don't tell Rosie. No. I do miss her, but it is quite nice to just fucking waffle on and just uh, hear the sound of my own voice um, because I'm conceited and just love, just love the sound of my own voice training really though. I mean, I must do, because I'll do a fucking podcast. But today we're gonna be talking about loads of weird shit again, hoes in the house, Wap. How do we fucking feel about it? Um it is come out, it is outrageous in lots of different ways, I feel like. Um, lots of questions here. I wasn't really gonna talk about this today, but then someone actually um, messaged me, her name being Ali Ali Coinworthy, who's actually been on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, bitch, have you seen the fucking WAP? Uh, Like, I don't know what they are, like TikToks. Are they TikToks? I, I mean, I'm clearly a grandma and do not know what TikTok is, like still. But she was like, have you seen these people doing the WAP dance? I'm like, there's a WAP dance already? Of course there's a fucking WAP dance um Cardi B Megan Thee Stallion done this fucking sick song um when it first came out I actually showed some guy I'm dating I was like look at this and then I was like what Kylie motherfucking Jenner it just walks in the middle of it for no reason other than just to walk in the middle of it now I'm not really sure how I feel about that I mean it is Kylie Jenner so I guess that's the point but and that's the reason but I'm just a bit like oh really I don't know kind of Cheapened it a bit for me, but I mean it is a fucking hip hop ho 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 song, which all the strippers and cam girls out there know that we fucking love. A bit of background music, whether you're on cam or whether you're in the strip club, you need to have a bit of like pumpy pumpy or um. Yeah, there's loads of people on the internet doing these like I guess like copies of the dance or something. Like I can't ever imagine myself doing something that ridiculous. but um yeah there's just a lot of funny ones and she sent me them on instagram and i'm like what is going on there's these two right there's these two girls who look who clearly can do it very fucking well um and i'm like well i mean fair enough if i had legs like that i would i'd be spreading them in the air and pumpy rumpy funky funky and then there's lots of other other various ones and then there's another one the right, the one at the end that she sent me, actually on Cardi B's uh, Instagram. And it's, please guys, be safe while doing the whap, whap, whap. Now, this woman has tried to do this split leg of the air combination. Actually, you know, I'm going to read out, but like, I'm going to give you like another one of my lovely um, play-by-play. What do you call them? Play-by-plays. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna I'm going to watch it. Ooh, oh 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 i better turn it off i better turn it off because that's like a um, don't know whether oh but let me turn it turn it down right so basically a little kick in the air oh spreading our cheeks doing a little bit of tiana taylor humping the floor now we're doing some cat back and then we're spreading our legs in the air and doing a little over the over the head split now And then facing away from the camera and then doing some kind of like twerk with your ass there in a split. And I'm like, fuck yes, that's really fit. I used to be able to do that when I was a young little stripper hoe. That is a really fucking good move, right? Um, And actually (laughs) maybe one day when I'm drunk enough, I'll try and attempt it on this podcast and then you'll hear my fucking groin rip because this is what's just happened to this woman on the TikTok, it's a TikTok. Um, And she has literally put her knee out and she's done this kind of very funny video of her doing the whap, falling on the floor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show. Oh, she's, oh, and she's fallen on the floor. She's now got her friend. Oh, she's been taken away by an ambulance and she's in hospital with a drip in, with her knee in a cast. I'm like, hun, all for Cardi B's wap whap. Now, there's a lot of fucking hoes, whores in every fucking motherfucking house. Do I wanna use the word fuck anymore? Probably not. Um, and I mean, if it's really getting them to that point in their lives where they, they feel they need to like put their knees out, put their backs out just to, just to ho up. I mean, I'm there for it. I'm there for that. Good for you, hoes. Um, but yeah, let me know, let me know in my Instagram what we all think of the WAP song. It is the top number one Billboard's 100 this week. Um, and yeah, I think she deserves it. I think it's a pretty great song. I think it's going to be one of those songs that uh, every dancer is going to be dancing to at some point, whether they want to or not, if the club's ever fucking open again, which we're not sure if they will. But until that time, I'm going to be whapping it all over where I live in the UK. And uh, I'm going to be whapping it all for us, guys. So that's enough on the whap. But yeah, check out Carly B's Instagram if anyone wants to see some funny motherfuckers dancing like hoes. I suppose that's the only place we can do it nowadays, seeing as all the clubs and clubs and strip clubs aren't open. Um, I might attempt it on cam. Oh, talking about cam, today I'm actually on cam because, uh, well, I'm thinking, why the fuck not? I mean, I talk about the sex industry. I'm still working in the sex industry. So if you hear a little ring-a-ding-a-ding-dong, my little slut ring, Oh. Oh, that's quite naughty, isn't it? Slut ring, got so many of those little rings. Oh, pleasuring your rings—that's what I am going to be like next week. Oh, ring a ding a ding dong, pleasuring those holy holy rings. Um, yeah, if you hear my slut ring go, I will. I'll be off uh, getting my rings out, and then I'll be back straight with you guys. So, I mean, a girl's got to eat and bye stuff for her ring which i actually have done this week so <laughs> moving on this is actually flowing quite well today um i have bought some more anal training uh kits i guess I Don't know how we all feel about anal stretching stretching anything in your anus. i mean I'm, I'm kind of into it i'd kind of like to see how far it'll go i mean i, I put my own fist in my ass i think i must have told you guys that before But if anyone's seen my fist, that's not really a big deal. It's, like, you know, probably smaller than, you know, a large cock. So um, I'm trying to, like, get a dude's fist in there. Like, as in on the regular, past the knuckle stage. And uh, I just thought I'd open up about it. And I don't think it's anything, like, a big deal. Um, I like anal. Anal. I know. It's a, you know, bit of a faux pas, bit of a crazy thing to say. Still crazy, unfortunately, thing to say. Anal is... You know, one of those rings you don't necessarily use as much. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to to be well used. Use me. I'm going to be the most well used ring in the whole of South London, which is where I live. Um, So, boys, come at me. Come taste my ring. Um, But on a serious note, yeah. So I'm going to let you guys... I'm going to keep you up to date every week, how how big my asshole is getting. Um, At the moment, yeah, fists can go in there. I think... um, I think by next week, it might be a small child's head. <laughs> uh, That's weird, but true, but really true. I mean, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure the head of a small child would fit in my arsehole by next week, judging by how much I'm shoving in there at the moment. Uh, and then finally, I'm, I'm dating, you know, dating, and I'd really like to try a nice manly fist. And it's not actually ever happened. Um, I've never got past the knuckle point which is my aim I mean fuck me I'm bored in isolation I mean it's still kind of that vibe over here I mean you can kind go to pubs and clubs well not clubs pubs and things which I probably should be doing instead of trying to put fists in my arsehole but uh, alas this is what you guys are getting so yeah every week I'm gonna keep you updated how how big it's getting and um and I've also got this hemwork cream, which apparently shrinks it back down, but it also makes it easier to like go back up to the size kind of things. Because no one wants a big fat gaping asshole that, you know, just shits and has a mind of its own. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I know it's a little bit, I, I, I mean, some people might think it's a little bit weird, but I mean, stick with me. If you're one of those listeners that fucking hate it, then this, this is not the place for you to be. Stripper Stories is not the place for you. So yeah, um, and also on that note, uh talking about assholes and the stretching of them i would love to hear your stories about your asshole moments so please like i always say to you dudes um instagram stripper stories podcast uh give us a little dm your secrets will be taken to our graves my grave specifically um and i absolutely love airing them on the air so airing them on the air airing them in your holes um so yeah please please hit me up and uh give me a laugh um, we did actually have a story sent in uh this week um i might as well just lead on with that now so uh this is anonymous as always so i keep i do keep my fucking holes completely protected and anonymous love everyone loves a protected anonymous hole apart from me and my massive arseholes right now but yeah this story was actually sent in by, by someone in London actually, and uh, she was talking about how she's dating a new guy and she I'm gonna I'm just gonna kind of like gloss over it because she said it in lots of different parts. So this is basically her words. Um so thank you for sending them in me. Uh she was dating a new guy, and they have only been dating a little while, and she ended up sleeping over at his house. Now, she hadn't really slept over at his house a lot. She was a little bit nervous about it anyway, but she also was in the middle of having her veneer treatment on her teeth. And so they, they'd they taken a few teeth out, but they'd given out like this, this fake little brace to put in, which is the ones you kind of pop in on the top of your mouth. And I think everyone's probably had those in their lifetime, um, like when we were kids or whatever. If you weren't like me, who was like, a, I I was gonna use the C word there, the see you next Tuesday. I actually look like a see you next Tuesday if anyone doesn't know what that is spell out um and yeah and i used to have train tracks which would literally be it was like social suicide there was no hoeing of any kind in any houses then i was honestly like the most ugly duckling at school it was ridiculous i had braces i had glasses i had frizzy frizzy hair frizzy 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 dutch hair um and yeah no hoeing for me but if you were lucky enough to get the take in, take out ones, this is the one she kind of had. You kind of pop into the roof of your mouth um, and you put it over your teeth. But these had teeth attached because she was in the middle of this treatment. Now, uh, she she took them out because she was sucking beer, and uh, she'd taken them out to clean them. Now, uh, which I mean, I mean, you've got to give her props. She's a clean girl. Clean, clean, clean the fake veneers, clean the roof of the mouth, probably a lot of cum. I mean, if you're like me, you probably leave it there. I mean, seeing as everyone's listened to probably, hopefully everyone's listened to the last episode um, on my obsession with cum. But she's a normal, clean girl, douches the arsehole and uh, cleans cleans the braces. She, she left them out for some reason, or she lost them. I think she must have been drunk or something. And she says that uh, she lost these, these like, it was like I think the sides of her teeth. She's getting done, like the, the pointy ones, the pointy, fangy ones, you know, that we all have. Um, and so she lost them and she's like, Oh shit, how? So she had to leave the house uh, and go home without finding these teeth. And she's like, I have to leave before he wakes up. If I try and speak to him, he's gonna see that I've got no, like, side teeth. What the fuck? I, you know, I don't even know what to do. So she leaves the house and she's just hoping that, like, she's there in her bag or something, or, you know, she's just put them in her pocket or whatever. Being a drunk bitch, she'll find them, you know, later on somewhere, uponst. Her body her bodice or in one of her holes most likely um and little did she know little did she find out it was only a week later that this guy was like oh uh, uh I was like kind of um searching around my room and like under my bed I found this what looked like some teeth I just don't know who they could like I can't believe like I found these like weird teeth under my bed they must have been there from like the last time I was like asked people who lived in the house or you know my housemates or something and she was just like mortified thinking this guy had got her teeth she's like how the fuck am i going to get them back so you know lo and behold she had to go to the dentist and find another fucking pair of teeth but um, at least she wasn't there with her fucking gaps open you know bare-faced lying in his face like i mean, sorry, I'm sorry i'm sorry i can't speak right now um i actually have no teeth. In. <laughs> can you imagine but anyway yeah so that's actually happened someone has lost their actual granny teeth in a boyfriend's house but he never suspected any any the wiser and uh, i think she got she got uh got away with it so thanks for fucking sending that one in that is a pretty out there story uh and thank you for being a listener of the podcast we appreciate you but yeah, and, uh, moving swiftly on from that one. Last week, I think I might have told you guys a little white lie. Uh, so I actually totally forgot about this story. I was, uh, talking to a guy actually about this and he was like, oh my God, you need to put that on the podcast. I was like, oh, I actually forgot this happened. Um, and this is the great thing about this podcast that, that pff, genuinely I just word vomit and some of this like stuff that's happened in my life, I actually get to remember, um, and regurgitate to you. So, uh. Yeah, I said last week that um, I only had one experience with the sugar daddy. That wasn't entirely true. Um, I actually, while I was with that sugar daddy, the one I spoke about last week, um, I was probably just like shopping around, bartering my wares in London, still working at the strip club um, and and had a sugar daddy. And I was like, oh, you know, what's what's one more? Um, So I think I met this guy... um, (laughs) Know what the fuck I did this, but um, in the club, and he was a sheikh, and he was clearly very wealthy and quite young, and he he lived in the Middle East. Anyone out there who doesn't know what that is, there's loads of different kind of variations to what a sheikh is. It can be, you know, another word for your highness, your excellency. It's like an honourable like title to give someone, and it depends on uh, what kind of religion you are, I think, Um, but he was a, what could be called, like, a a nobleman in his country, right, Um, and so he was splashing his cash around, like, I think I earned, like, seven grand that night, which, even back then, that was quite a lot of money, and then all of my friends earned the same amount of money, like, he kept the the club open past the three o'clock closing time as well that night, um and he basically paid the club to stay open till 6 uh which is if anyone has ever like been to a strip club you know t- can you imagine having to close down one of those places that takes in so much fucking money and and just keep it open just for yourself so that he was that kind of guy buying magnums of champagne like bringing all his friends along he had a um an american accent i think he was internationally schooled but um he was only about 38 or or something like that, which which at the time when I was 20, I think about 24, um, he he seemed quite a lot older than me. I mean, now I'm a lot older, so um, to, it, it wouldn't be such a, I don't know, such a thing. But yeah, back then I saw him as quite a bit older. Um, and he asked to see me outside the club. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, why the fuck not? And we went on a few dates and it was really nice. And he was really gentlemanly and he was really like wooing me, like... One day I turned up at the at the restaurant and he bought me like a Chanel bag, like a five grand Chanel bag, like some Gucci um flip-flops, uh like loads of fucking Le shoes. Um he even took me shopping for a Rolex. Like he was just he was very like extravagant. And back then, when I was like a little green stripper, still slightly green, um, it was like, oh wow, you know, this guy's really like likes me. Right. Um <sighs> Uh, and then uh so we went on a few of these dates and I'm just reading a few of my little uh bullet points because I can't actually like leave any of this out um he one day was like oh do you want to come back to the hotel with me and I was I kind of knew what I was going there for um and I I was really still a little bit frigid now thinking back on it he was really handsome he would have been so fucking easy to like sleep with him and like, it be that type of thing. Um, but I was just not feeling it. I was like, nah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fucking pull the period card. Now I was like, let's fucking hope this guy isn't into period sex. Cause he, you know, that would be a like, but, um, you know, I'm just gonna like play the, Oh my God, I just don't know you well enough yet. I'm just come on my crimson wave and it's just really crimson and I couldn't possibly ride your face. Um, so I did a little, like we were kissing on the bed and then I was like, Oh my God, I need to change the bathroom. Oh cramp. And then, uh, I came back out and I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. Like my periods come. He's like, I don't care. Obviously I knew he was going to fucking say that. Um, and I was like, Oh, but I just don't know you well enough yet. Um, I just can't ride your crimson face, crimson wave. And he was like, oh, okay, fine. Well, let's just like, let's just like chill out. Let's have some food. Blah, blah. And I thought he's never going to stop. He's never going to like, not like want it. He was getting a bit like touchy feeling. I was just like, oh, I'm just fucking done with this guy. Like, I'm just going to take my fucking Chanel and run. So I was like, oh my God, I'm really in so much pain. My cramp, 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 cramp. Um, and I grabbed my shit and I basically legged it out of the hotel room. Now he was quite understanding. Um, I think he kind of probably, he's not a fucking idiot, kind of got by, maybe had a bit like frigid cold feet, which, I mean, f- fucking shoot me. I was only there for the money anyway. Um, and and then, and he texted me, he said, uh, would you like to uh, meet up again? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, actually, before we do that, are you in the club next week? I've got a surprise for you. I was like, surprise? He's like, yeah, yeah, what, what um... What days are you in the club? And I was like, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, I turn up for work, completely unsuspecting, walking down the road, and I'm like, oh, that's a really nice car. Yeah, I can hear you all out there going, hmm, car. Now, this fucking car had a bow on it. A fucking bow. And I was like, no fucking way. And he stood by this car, a Porsche, with a big, a red Porsche, with a big fucking white bow on it, and he's literally like, this is for you. Yeah, I can hear all of your fucking little pussies out there getting wet, or your dicks getting hard, and you coming everywhere. That is exactly how I fucking felt, right? <sighs> but I was like, "What does this fucking mean? Does he is he is he gonna take me back to the Middle East in this car? Is he gonna fucking kidnap me? Like, I don't know. Like, what the fuck is gonna happen? Like, if I accept this car, does this mean I'm his like his property? Like, this is a lot, and like, this car was worth like." I mean, seventy or £80,000. Like, that's a lot of fucking money. Like, especially, like, i never even owned a car in London by this point. I didn't need a car in London, first of all. I was like, oh. But then, obviously, I was like, uh, well, I'm totally gonna, just going to keep it and sell it. And then I was like, oh, but does this mean I have to sleep with him? Like, will he want me to lick his asshole? Like, is this an arsehole for rent car? Like, I don't know. I was like, oh my god, this is too much. Like, I literally didn't know what to do. I ran into it. I was like, what to go to work. Got into the changing room and the girls were like, Have you seen that fucking car outside of me yet? And they were like, I was like, it's mine. They were like, What the fuck? The whole like changing room of like 50 girls were all fucking losing their shit. I was like, oh god, this is awful. They were like, oh my god, babe, like, don't worry. I got like a Range Rover like last week, and I'm like, uh this is I don't I'm not really sure how I feel about this, if I feel comfortable or not. But my pussy was getting a little bit wet and I did have a little cum. But um I thought about it. And I know all of your penises are all going soft. Your lady penis, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, your vaginas are starting to dry up when I'm, I'm about to say, I sent it back. I was like, oh, I was like, I couldn't possibly accept it. Now, thinking back on that moment in my life is always kind of um ooh, a tough one. <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck? If I could... My 30-year-old self could now speak to my 24-year-old self. But just take the fucking car, bitch. Doesn't mean you're going to have to be in his fucking harem of women and you don't have to, I don't know, like, be one of the London girls when he's probably got, like, a Barcelona girl. Like, that, that's kind of how it felt, right? You just take the car and and enjoy your life. driving around Mayfair in your fucking new Porsche, right? No, I fucking, oh, clearly wanted to be a little bit holier-than-thou stripper, which i just don't think really goes together I was like yeah I still want to be a decent person to look at myself in the mirror at night <laughs> <sighs> so yeah I sent the fucking car back but um it did prove to be a good decision because he then was like oh I can't believe that you're like this type of girl like you know you don't just want me for my money I was like uh yeah that's totally me um so he was like, yeah, well, let's meet up next week. We'll go to like, we'll go to the pub. I was like, right, okay. First of all, you were taking me to like Michelin star restaurants last week. And now you're offering to take me to the pub. This has gone fucking south very quickly. <sighs> just, just because I don't want a, a Porsche doesn't mean I'm, you know, I don't want a five star meal. Okay, hun. And a really good cocktail and a Chanel bag. Um, so he, I was like, all right. I kind of kind of begrudgingly was like, okay, I'll go to this pub. Turn up at the pub. This is like a week later. And he's, like, very shifty. Like, he's very, like, on edge. He's a very... He goes from being this very confident, sure-of-himself guy in the first couple of dates to be get, him getting me this car, me turning that down, and then him going all, like, insecure. Like, I hate to use that word because it's such an ugly word and it has so many connotations and it makes him look like a weak person. But he wasn't weak. He was just... I think he was just second-guessing himself. Um, and he got a bit, like, pervy. Like, we were sat in this pub. He was like, hands all over me, like, I just felt quite uncomfortable, kind of, like, really pushing the point, the sex point, the, you know, the kind of, the slut point, and it was almost like the more I denied him, and, like, obviously, probably the, the tipping point was me, you know, giving this car back, the more he was pushing, and it made me feel quite uncomfortable, I was like, just fucking wait, I know my pussy's fucking amazing, okay, but, like, and I know it's worth a fucking 80 grand Porsche, even though you haven't even licked it yet, but, um... I mean, first of all, you're getting the arsehole first and I'm not ready. So, um, I, I was like getting quite uncomfortable. I was sat in this pub. It was really busy. Everyone was looking and, and still like he did look a little bit older than me and I wasn't really comfortable with like th- that public displays of like leachy, lechy guy, right? I don't think any girl would be, would be like into that. So I was like, I'm going to go freshen up. I'm going to go to the bathroom, take a little breather. I'm sure it'll be fine. He was like, leave your bag here. I was like, what? leave your bag on the chair I'm like no I need my tampons I need well it doesn't matter I'm taking my fucking bag to the toilet with me that girls do that yeah but uh uh, we'll leave something here and I'm like what do you think I'm gonna run off he was like uh uh and then he got all shifty I was like no I'm taking my shit to the bathroom so I got up in a kind of strop and I was like I'm going to go to the bathroom come out of the bathroom now he's got these two like uh, vodka lime sodas, right, in the fucking pub, no no, lychee martini for me today, it was a vodka lime soda, he had them both in his hands, and he was stood outside the ladies' toilet, waiting, we had a table, he was stood up, he'd taken the drinks, and was waiting outside the toilet for me, now I was like, what are you doing, I was like, oh yeah, I just thought I'd wait for you, I'm like, okay, this is getting very strange, and yeah, and so like, I, I did feel quite uncomfortable, and I thought, nah, this is, this is not what i want and then he carried on like getting alcohol and like getting a bit lechy and i was like you know what like something just snapped in my head and i was like i i cannot be bought like i don't know what i mean i know every like i don't know if everyone can be bought but then it gets a point where you're just like no matter how you're treating me like no matter like how much money and shit you throw at me you know you have to still be like chill and cool and like this is not going to get you anywhere so i was like okay I've got to fucking get out of here. And I did a very, I did a very Chloe uh, episode, I think four it was, just fucking get out of there. And um, I, I waited until he was ordering a drink, another drink, and he had his back to me and he was facing the bar. And I literally just grabbed my Chanel, (laughs) grabbed my Chanel and in my little boutons, i tottered off. I literally legged it out of this pub and this is a busy Mayfair road. Now, if anyone has ever been to Mayfair, it's literally black cabs after black cabs, which is like the New York equivalent of the yellow taxi, right? So it's just loads of them everywhere. I jumped in the first black cab I could I could see. I, I like catapulted myself onto the floor and this this cab driver turns around and he's like, bad day. I was like, ugh, you actually have no idea. Like, yes. I was like, please just drive, 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 drive. Now, the cars were all backed up and he was, like, moving very slowly away from his pub. I was like, he's going to come and kill me. Like, it got to that point where I was, like, genuinely fearing for, like, something. Like, he was unhinged and a fucking weirdo. And so um, he, he started driving off and, like, the car slightly sped off. And I will never fucking forget this. I popped my head up and I was on the floor of this taxi. And I looked out, to, out the back window and he ran into the street with these two drinks. And he was shouting. He was shouting for me. And I literally was like, drive, 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 drive. And it was literally like a fucking scene from a movie. I was like, get out of here. Let's escape. It's like, I don't know. It was almost like running, running away at the altar or something. Like what the fuck? And I remember looking at him and I don't know whether he saw me in the back of the cab, but that was the last time I ever saw him. And so moral of the story is take the car, take the fucking car before Anon and get the fuck out of there. Maybe if, I, if I'd fucking taken the car, I would have been able to drive myself away <laughs> instead of doing that whole taxi debacle. But um, yeah, I mean, that was that was my kind of second attempt at getting a sugar daddy. And I thought, no, this is, I mean, I've got one at the moment, which was the guy I was talking about last week. I was like, that is enough for me. Like, let's just stop this here. Like, you're just getting like too pussy greedy. So, so yeah, that is basically the story. I forgot to tell you guys. I was like, what? Didn't take the Porsche. Did come away with it with you know, my fucking pussy and life intact. So I think you know, moral of the story, guys, be safe if you are actually meeting anyone uh, and doing anything like that, um, or like you know, of any of anything, you are know, like going to, going on a date, going on a, just like don't don't let someone like push you and like pressure you like that, you know. Um, I mean. Maybe two more drinks. I could have been anyone's, but yeah, absolutely not that day. So yeah, that was my uh, my other second and last and final sugar daddy story from where I'm set. If anybody out there, I know I've said it already in this podcast, but genuinely, if you guys ever have any stories, please send them over. I do fucking enjoy reading them out. They make my life. Moving the fuck on. I've started again. Send selling, sending actually, and sending. My filthy panties to filthy men. Um, I don't know if you, any of you stripper slash cam slash escort sluts know um, or are aware that there are sites online specifically tailored to send, to selling your dirty panties, um, which I'm all for. They take a cut of your money, which is, well, I suppose pretty okay, but... Um, But, yeah, so, like, basically any man who's, like, super into, like, filthy pussy play or, like, stuffing your pussy with panties, which a lot of guys ask for, by the way, and I have done it, and it's really not that pleasant. Really, really, it's, like, scratchy as fuck. Make sure you get some sort of really soft Calvin's or something, because otherwise you'd be fucked. Um, But, yeah, I want to know, I mean, if anyone wants to fucking give me a DM, tell me what you fucking think of selling filthy panties. Um, I have a customer on, on, uh on Cam who likes to talk about his his love of filthy pussy and I almost have to like, I have to like talk to him and be like, oh my God, um, I haven't showered in like 15, 15 days. I've been to the gym every day and my fucking pussy smells like the inside of a fucking cheddar gorge. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it makes me look a little bit sick talking about it, but it, if it makes them happy, then why the fuck not? Um, So, yeah, there are these people that I've actually, uh, actually these girls, who, I don't know what the actual technical name for it is, but they don't wash their pussies for, like, three or four days, and they go to hotel rooms and ride guys' faces for money. I'm like, ah, dream job, fucking dream job. I mean, obviously not, like, not washing my pussy part, but, I mean, can you imagine that? Like, just basically not getting penetrated, like... I mean, not that anyone cares about that. A lot of people just don't give a shit about me being penetrated for money. I mean, I don't. But, I mean, if you're thinking about an easy, an easy job, that might be a fucking lazy bitch way to be earning some dollar in this corona. So, I mean, there's just another little tidbit for you guys, okay? Don't tell me i never give you anything. On that fucking note, (laughs) we're going to leave this podcast here today. I've really enjoyed it, yet again, being Hans frickin' solo. There's one singular whore in the house, and she is out thank you so much for listening um and check us next week we're gonna have another guest and i'm very very excited to share it with you you are gonna lose your minds and all of your spunk hopefully all over when you hear who the fuck is coming on the show check you bitches next mother freaking wednesday bye, bye. bye.